Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's two insanely overpowered, nearly identical adult men in capes and tights with weird logos on their chest, arguing about which one of them got here first. I am Tasha Pierce. This is After the Snap, a virtual refugee camp for everyone affected by Thanos Snap. Welcome back to the show, everybody. And if this is your first time, you picked a great day to wind up here. Today, it's going to be a story time episode. So today's story is going to be about Captain Marvel. It starts in 1939 with Fawcett Publications, which was named and owned by Wilford H. Fawcett. He had four sons that he ran this publishing uh, company with, and he wanted to introduce a new character. So he hired a writer named Bill Parker and an artist named C.C. Beck, told them to sketch out the basics for a superhero named Captain Thunder. Captain Thunder. (laughs) By the time this character first appeared in uh, 1939's Wiz Comics number two, the name had changed to Captain Marvel. And I think that'll be a decision that haunts the Fawcett, uh, Fawcett Publications for many years to come. Captain Marvel appeared in 1939. And just one year earlier, Superman appeared in the skies one year before Captain Marvel. So the comparisons were inevitable. Well, I'm going to tell a little bit of uh, Captain Marvel's origin story. Magic words were essential to this character. He was an orphan named Billy Batson. And he got on a mysterious subway where he rode a magical train and met the wizard Shazam. So when Billy spoke the wizard's name, he was transformed into an adult superhero named Captain Marvel. And he was given the six powers of six patron heroes and gods. And the wizard's name, the wizard's name was Shazam. And each letter of each one of these patron gods and heroes corresponded with one of the letters in the word Shazam. The S is for uh, Solomon's wisdom. The H is for Hercules strength. A is for Atlas stamina. Z is for Zeus power. A is for Achilles courage. And M is for the speed of Mercury. During the uh, superhero gold rush of the golden age of comics, superheroes were literally a dime a dozen. They were falling out of the sky. Everywhere you looked, there was a superhero. But only, only a chosen few hung around and made it through to, to what we are now as far as the world of comics. That And Captain Marvel is one of those, those characters who made it. So Fawcett Publications had a winner. And in 1941, the Captain was starring in both Wiz and Captain Marvel for Adventures. And at his peak, he was the most popular comic book superhero in America, selling about 14 million copies in 1944, with a circulation of 1.3 million copies per issue. 
So not only was he beating Superman in sales and at the newsstands, he also made it to the silver screen before Superman. So he appeared in a Republic film serial entitled The Adventures of Captain Marvel. That happened in 1941. However, Superman was asked to do one first. Republic approached DC to get Superman to do one. That didn't happen. So Captain uh, Marvel beat Superman because DC and, and uh, Republic couldn't come to an agreement. A whole lot of a whole hell of a lot of merchandise was being created during the 1940s, and then the Fawcett Publication Company got a great idea. Let's expand the Marvel franchise. Let's get other people. Let's make Captain Marvel have a family. So in 1941, Fawcett added Captain Marvel Jr., another young boy gifted with magical powers upon speaking his word of power. But he remained a boy even after he said this magic word. And then in 1942, they added Mary Marvel, that's Billy's long-lost sister, who received her power, powers from seven female goddesses. And that same year, they brought about Hoppy, the Marvel Bunny. <laughs> and that was their pet. Now, around this time, you know, the comparisons are being made. Oh, Captain Marvel looks an awful lot like Superman. How the hell are they going to just steal our character like this? Speaking of stealing characters, for comparison's sake, Superboy, who was, of course, just Superman as a boy instead of an entirely different character. That was back then. He debuted in 1944. That's three years after Captain Marvel Jr., right? And then Supergirl came in 1958. And that's like 16 years after Mary Marvel, right? And then Crypto the Superdog came in 1955. And that was 13 years. 13 years after Hoppy the Marvel Bunny. So it looks as if DC and Fawcett, if anything, were borrowing from each other. But, you know, we definitely can see that DC started introducing some uh, family <laughs> to Superman after uh, after Captain Marvel and Fawcett did the same thing. So the way it looks to me is they was copying off each other. But then, you know, shit don't get right until somebody goes to court. So here we go. We go into court. Okay, so I got to read this because I can't even freestyle it because there's a lot going on in this court shit, okay? This legal case is as sticky as these things usually are. But in brief, Detective Comics sued Fawcett in 1941, claiming Captain Marvel was an infringement on Superman. They finally went to trial in 1948 and in 1951, a judge ruled in Fawcett's favor. The next year on appeal, a judge declared that Cap was himself not an infringement, but specific stories featuring Captain Marvel might be infringements of stories featuring Superman, and a retrial would be necessary to get to the bottom of it. So having won one and lost one, and with the superhero market starting to dry up anyway, Fawcett settled with DC. 
Now, by this time, DC was known as National Comics, so they settled with them out of court. They gave National $400,000 and promised to never publish any any comics with any of the Marvel characters again. So DC technically won that round, but the damage they did to the franchise would be a burden they would ironically end up carrying around to this very day. Because now we've got this Captain Marvel name and character, which basically can't be used. National now owned the character, but over the next 20 years, a few other publishers tried to grab the name. And one of those was uh, MF Enterprises. They introduced an alien android by the name of Captain Marvel, whose power was to disengage his limbs from his torso. Now... Marvel Comics had more success. So in 1967, Stan Lee and Gene Colon uh, created Marvel's Captain Marvel and Marvel Superheroes number 12. And they also trademarked the name, which meant two things for comics. Number one, DC could never use the name Captain Marvel as the title of a comic book, which is why their title always features the name of the wizard instead of the name of the hero and number two marvel would have to occasionally publish books entitled captain marvel just to refresh that trademark so the character uh, a hero from a superpowered alien race was never more famous than he was for dying of cancer but the name has proved enduring and marvel continues to launch new series using it to this day So now, DC defeated Fawcett in the 50s. And in the 70s, they decided to take Captain Marvel and license the characters. And in 1973, they launched an attempt at a revival with Shazam number one. That was featuring a collection of new stories by up-and-coming writer Dennis O'Neill and Elliot S. Magan and E. Nelson Bridwell. I'm sorry. And art by C.C. Beck. So, same C.C. Beck and Bob Oxner and uh, Kurt Schwarzenberger. I don't know if I said that right. Schwarzenberger. So, it lasted 35 issues and was finally canceled in 1978. At the time, uh, Captain Marvel and his cast were said to live on Earth-S in the old DC multiverse of numbered and lettered alternate Earths. So, each publisher's character catalog that DC absorbed was first given its own Earth as a setting, as if they would be a quarantine to make sure they were probably deloused, disinfected, and ready for assimilation into the coming DCU. And when that universe did emerge in the wake of a 1986-87 crossover epic, and I know everybody knows, Crisis on Infinite Earths, that rewrote the DC's uh, fictional history, and storytelling rules regarding space and time. So Captain Marvel would forever have a hard time fitting in with his character's staple mates. And over the years, uh, DC has tried again and again to release Captain Marvel in new Shazam comics because they can't put Shazam, they can't put Captain Marvel on the cover because Marvel is still releasing their Captain Marvel content 
at regular intervals to make sure that they keep the trademark on the name. They don't want that name to be identified with that character again because those two together, that was an amazing combination and people will remember that way back in the way back, Shazam was known as Captain Marvel. And in fact, I think he's still Captain Marvel. It's just that they can't technically call him that. And then in the meantime, after uh, different iterations of the comic books have come and gone, now we are getting the Shazam feature film, which is going to be, it looks like a quite the fun movie. You have to respect what DC has done. They have taken their, uh, the advice or the, what, what the fans have asked for and start focusing on these single character movies and developing these characters. And I think it's an awesome idea. I have liked what I have seen from the, uh, Shazam trailers. There's nothing about those trailers that I dislike. I have seen a whole lot of what really looks like an adolescent boy trapped inside of, a, of an adult body and exploring these powers that he has. And I think they've Zachary, uh, I don't ever know how to say his last name, Zachary Levi. I think yesterday I was saying it, Levy. Today I'll go Levi. Okay, Zachary Levi doing an absolutely wonderful job selling the fact that he's a child trapped in uh, a man's body and he's got these powers so i can't wait that movie comes out april the 6th i think it's april 5th april 5th and i think i'll be you know in line to see that almost immediately okay but we're still not done with captain marvel yet we're just done with the dc version of Captain Marvel because that was where the battle was. The battle was between DC and Fawcett. Which one of them felt like they basically one of them had to be been found stealing from the other, the ideas at least, and the money was just longer in DC. Fawcett bowed out. So now let's talk about Marvel's Captain Marvel. We're going to start with Carol Danvers. Before she was a superhero, Carol Danvers earned the rank of Colonel in the United States Air Force, where she served as a pilot, an intelligence officer, and a NASA security officer. So during her career, she also had some adventures with an undercover alien soldier named Marvell. That was the original Captain Marvel. And Marvell was posing as a human uh, scientist on Earth. So during one of those adventures with Marvell, her experience awakened her superhuman abilities. Carol wouldn't discover the truth until the uh, Life of Captain Marvel miniseries from 2018, but her mother was also an undercover Kree soldier. So her mom and Marvell both had defected to Earth because they realized that the humans didn't deserve to become just another casualty of her home world's eternal war with the Skrull. So Carol used these dormant abilities to become the superhero Ms. Marvel and then later on she assumed the mantle of Captain Marvel after Marvel died of cancer like we talked about a little while back. So now, now Carol Danvers is Captain Marvel and she has a, a straightforward superhero power set. 
She's super strong. She's super durable. And she can fly and hang out in the vacuum of space without dying. She can also absorb any kind of energy and release it like as blast, usually from her hands. She also has a, a form that is called uh, going binary as well. So now expounding on the Carol Danvers story, when Carol graduated from high school, her father did not want to pay her college tuition because he believed that a woman's place was in the home and a college degree was an unnecessary pursuit. She joined the Air Force to prove him wrong and that kind of created a rift between her and her family. And her father passed away before they even reconciled and before she could reveal to him that she was Ms. Marvel. So as Ms. Marvel and Captain Marvel, Carol has led the Avengers, uh, adventured with the X-Men, saved the world over and over and over again. She's one of the most powerful Marvel superheroes and she simply, she isn't a god. So she was, she's just one of the most powerful super, she's just one of the most powerful Marvel superheroes. So characters like uh, Storm and Jean Grey didn't, don't exist. So in the MCU, she's the most powerful superheroine around. And what we've seen in the trailers, uh, Carol falls down all the time, but she always gets back up. And uh, we say that about Captain America as well, because you see him, you know, when he gets back up, I could do this all day. Captain America gets back up because it's the right thing to do. He keeps getting back up and he, I can do this all day. Carol Danvers gets back up because fuck you. <laughs> so... You know, we, we are uh, very, very close to the opening of uh, Captain Marvel. That one comes out March the... So March 8th, we'll be getting Captain Marvel from Marvel. Captain Marvel from Marvel. We'll be getting Marvel's Captain Marvel. Something like that. <laughs> and then in April, we'll be getting DC's Shazam, which is also Captain Marvel. And I guess that will wrap up uh, who is the real Captain Marvel. Actually, if you want my valid opinion or maybe invalid opinion, the real Captain Marvel is the hero that is known as Shazam. Um, Marvel was being spiteful and just snatched the name of the character out from up under uh DC and DC was being spiteful and snatched the character out from up under Fawcett. So the original Captain Marvel to me is the real Captain Marvel, even though all of them, they can all be Captain Marvel. I'm not saying that, that, you know, they're fakes. What I'm saying is the original Captain Marvel, the first Captain Marvel was the Fawcett publications character called Fawcett Mar uh, called Captain Marvel and that is the one who should be uh, considered real quote unquote real and there you have it my unfiltered thoughts uh, heavily filtered my heavily filtered thoughts okay so I had an announcement today for a giveaway and the giveaway is if you visit AMC Theaters. 
So enter the giveaway if you visit AMC Theaters. If you visit AMC Theaters, I want to treat one of my listeners to concessions at the Captain Marvel movie, the Shazam movie, and Avengers Endgame. So over the next, uh, I believe it's two months, I will have three winners. So if you'd like to be entered into my first giveaway for Captain, uh, yeah, for Captain Marvel, you need to follow me on all of my social medias and subscribe to my YouTube channel. You also need to email me when you've done it. If you can make a screenshot that you have uh, did your homework, I would appreciate you just emailing me the screenshot. And that's it. That's all. You will be entered. And the winner will be chosen on March 5th. And I will also send the e-gift card to that winner's email on March 5th. And it'll be a gift card for AMC Theaters so you can use for concessions. It'll be just like me buying you a bucket of popcorn and a drink for Captain Marvel. And if you don't win the first time, don't worry. There's going to be a different set of criteria to enter the Shazam giveaway. And I'm going to announce that one in March as we get closer to Shazam. So follow me on Instagram. Facebook, Twitter, and subscribe to my YouTube channel. That's easy. You will be entered into the drawing. I will draw one name randomly. And March 5th, I will announce that winner. And the movie, uh, I believe you can go see Captain, I mean, uh, yeah, Captain Marvel on the 7th. Uh, That's when I'm going to see it. So that day, you send me your email address. I'm going to send you your gift card just for being a listener. And I know it's nothing big, but of course, I I can't afford the big prizes just yet. But it's coming. It's coming. You guys will be glad that you hung out with me when uh, when it does. So that is the giveaway. Now, I also want to talk about how horrible I think I might be sounding and I'm not 100% sure. Maybe one of you will let me know. You guys just don't reach out to me. You don't call me anymore. But I guess I can make this announcement now. It was not something that I was proud of doing for all the years that I did. However, it has been a little over a month since I've quit smoking. And So, yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I know that's quite the achievement, especially I I smoked for about 15 years, at least 15 years. So, yeah, I was a dummy who started smoking after I was in my like I was 30 at least. But anyway, um, one thing I've noticed since I've not been smoking is that I sound more winded. It's like I I sound worse to me now than I did before when I was still smoking. And I also, I I sound uh, very congested a lot of the time. And I am congested a lot of the time. But uh, as far as I I sound winded as well. So if you notice that, 
that I'm thinking is those two things are going hand in hand. Uh, stop smoking and then these set of breathing issues and being congested all the time started. So, hey, keep me in your thoughts. Maybe, maybe it's just a, a byproduct of getting rid of some of the uh, garbage I was inhaling for all those years. I've also got one more little tiny announcement before I'm going to break out of here because, uh, yeah, I'm going to break out of here in about, about five or 10 minutes. I've got a collaboration that is coming up very soon and I'm very excited, even though I'm not going to tell you with whom, and I'm not going to tell you, you know, just yet when I'm just telling you, putting a bug in your ear that there will be a collaboration soon. And I am so excited to be doing this with, uh, with these fellas. Remember this weekend, Friday is our MCU watch party and, uh, the episode will be covering Spider-Man Homecoming. So that, that is our movie for this Friday. And then also remember that next week, Tuesday, will be uh, Doctor Strange. Remember, we're going to do that one early because we're going to be doing Captain Marvel. We're going to be doing Captain Marvel on that Friday. So... Spider-Man Homecoming this week, Friday. Next week, Tuesday is Doctor Strange. Plus, I'll be drawing the name for the winner of the uh, giveaway. The next the following Friday will be our Captain Marvel Friday. And then the following Tuesday. Gosh, I can't remember what movie it is. Following Tuesday, I'm going to have to look and tell you but that is going to also be another movie day we'll keep it moving i will let you guys know as we continue to progress exactly what is uh what is on our schedule and i can't wait to week till captain marvel i also can't wait to pick my winner for this giveaway and i cannot wait for my collaboration when i can announce that to you all as well okay I really don't have a whole lot else. I want you to look in the description for the social medias, uh, my email, my <clears throat> my email address is after the snap at gmail.com. I'll put that down there as well. And uh, the YouTube channel, I'll, I'll put a link for that right there. Everything will be right there in the description box. You can do everything from right in the description box and then shoot me the email when you have done it. How about that? All right. Since I've got nothing else for you this week, I will catch you on the flip.